ladies and lazy sacks of shit. Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet and guy who hates eggs. This is the Kill You're a Loser podcast. Let's fucking go. Just a heads up, you guys. I'm going to mention this a little bit going forwards on a couple of these podcasts. I also have a YouTube channel. I have different content on there, entirely different from what you hear here on the Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're using to subscribe to this. Go check my YouTube channel out. Just jump on YouTube and check out Kill Your Inner Loser. Let's fucking go, guys. So, I'm going to tell you guys something about myself. My dream goal, like the thing I actually want most, my my number one dream goal is to be able to sit around eating Doritos and ice cream and chocolate and drinking whiskey and watching porn, playing video games in my underwear for hours and hours and hours a day, long into the night until I get no fucking sleep and never leaving my apartment. That is my dream goal. But for now, I'm settling with self-improvement. So you've seen the headline of this podcast. I am a lazy piece of shit. I would like to just sit around self-medicating, giving into my addictions, giving into fucking alcoholism, taking LSD all day and sitting around and doing fucking nothing. And I've tried that kind of stuff for many, many, many years. I was ultra, ultra, ultra depressed. Maybe that's a spoiler alert, but that's where I'm going with this. I sat around doing nothing. I sat around giving into my base desires. I sat around giving into my own laziness, my own addictions and self-medication, and I just got depressed. I was unhappy. There was no reason to get up in the morning. I wasn't building anything. I wasn't being a better person. I wasn't building myself. I wasn't moving towards anything. I was just complacent. I was just doing the things that felt good in the moment, and I wasn't putting in effort so that I could have, you know, the things I truly wanted. I wasn't moving towards the light, so to speak. I wasn't building anything and I wasn't fucking happy. And I think, or I've noticed a lot of guys have this like weird idea that anyone who's made it, and I don't think I've fully made it. I have a million goals. I think we're all works in progress. Nobody gets to an end destination, you know, but There are plenty of people, I have to be realistic and say, there are plenty of people that look at my life and say, damn, dude, I wish I could have threesomes with my fucking girlfriend. I wish I'd had sex with a hundred and whatever women it is at this point. I wish I could do BDSM photo shoots like you do. I wish I had money from coaching. I wish I could work whenever I wanted and get up whenever I wanted and do whatever I wanted. Damn, dude, like, I wish I could do that shit. I get it. Like, that that was a dream for me many years ago. My life is fucking fun. But a lot of people look at that stuff and they say, you know, Andy must be more disciplined than me, or he must have his shit together more than me, or he's just a different character. He's a different type of man. He's a different human being to me. He's on a different level. He's operating on a different frequency. Maybe he has something I don't have. If you want an even better example of this, people will look at David Goggins. I know a bunch of you are obsessed with Mr. Goggins. You love him. Hey, I love the guy too. But you will look at him and say, he's just a freak of nature. He has things that I don't have. He is a person I can't be. He's capable of things I will never be capable of. I'm just a lazy piece of shit. The thing you have to realize is David Goggins is a lazy piece of shit. Go read his book. He was the laziest fucking sack of shit ever. He got morbidly obese. He, you know, he failed his fucking entrance exams or whatever for the, the, whatever the fuck he joined. I forget if he joined the Marines or the Navy SEALs. It doesn't fucking matter. But He was a lazy, obese sack of shit. So was I. Go and look at my history. I was depressed for like 10 fucking years or eight years or whatever it was. I was in abusive relationships for like nine fucking years. 
I was a sack of shit. I was miserable. I was obese. I lost 77 pounds to get here. So I used to be 77 pounds heavier than I am right now. I was miserable. I wasn't special. In fact, I was sitting around self-medicating, playing video games, watching fucking, you know, we didn't have Netflix back then. God, I sound like a boomer saying that, but we didn't have Netflix, but I would just like binge watch. We used to torrent and none of you were going to know what the fuck I mean by that. Actually, a lot of you were in your 30s, so you know exactly what I'm talking about here, guys. I don't know why I'm pretending that my audience is like fucking Zoomers or something, but you know, I used to torrent like TV series and download them all and just binge watch them. And then I, I played like fucking 400 Wii games and I played every fucking GameCube game and every PC game and I would just self-medicate with alcohol and I was drunk every day. I would watch porn for like eight hours a fucking day. My God, I just gave into my base instincts. I was the laziest sack of shit ever. I'm not anything special. And you don't get to just write off your own journey and say, well, I can't do that because, you know, Andy's something special. I'm going to do a separate podcast about this. Actually, I'll probably do it as a YouTube video. We'll see. On the difference between saying I can't and the difference between saying I won't. There's a book that I'm reading. I've already read it, but I'm working through it a second time. It's called Letting Go by David Hawkins. Go and read it. It's an amazing fucking book. I have recommended this book to every one of my coaching clients. They will fucking love it. They won't shut up about it. Great book. So Letting Go by David Hawkins. And he has a chapter in there where he talks about the difference between I can't and I won't. And when you say, I can't do what Andy's done because he's special or it won't work for me or it's not possible, I can't do it. That's not true. You're giving into your fears because you have a fear that like, holy shit, Andy put in a lot of work. I don't know if I can do all that. I don't know if I'm capable of that. I don't know if I want to do all of that. I'm scared of doing all of that. Andy clearly fucking worked on this for a while. And it wasn't incredibly hard anything I've done, but it did take patience. It took humility. I had to calm down and slow down and say, this might take me five fucking years to get to a point where I'm happy. And on that point, okay, let me take a step back. Not not to get to a point where I'm happy because, you know, you want to be happy while you're working on this stuff. And I was, but get to a point where my life is fucking really, really, really awesome. Like, like just amazing, like an elite fucking life. So the thing is though, it took me like five or six years to get to this point. Don't forget that I found the self-improvement stuff on my, you know, roughly on my 28th birthday. I'm now 34. You know, fast forward another seven months. I'm 34 and a half if you want to get technical. I sound like a child saying that. Kids are always saying, I'm eight and a half. I'm nine and three quarters. No one gives a shit about the quarter, son. No one gives a shit about fractions. They just want to know the whole number. Anyway, I'm, I'll be 35 in, in the not too distant future. I've been working on this for six or seven years, really hardcore working on myself. And there was improvements that I made before that. I worked on my depression in my early 20s or my mid 20s, I should say. So I've been at this shit for a long, long, long time. And it's not fair to look at me and say, as in it's not fair to yourself to look at me and say, I really like what Andy's accomplished. Man, I can't do that kind of shit though, because I'm not as good as him or blah, 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 blah. So instead of saying, I can't do it, you need to be honest with yourself. Dig into the reasons why you think you can't. Most of the time it's just fear or you're worried that you're not special and Andy is or, you know, some silly, goofy reason like that. 
or you think that it's because I'm fucking tall or because my parents love each other or like whatever weird reason you've invented, which is absolutely not the reason why I'm successful and not the reason you can't be successful. Plenty of people have found success with every single excuse that you have. They've just overcome it and and been honest with themselves. And so if you dig into those fears and those reasons behind you saying, I can't, what you will find is, oh, no, I'm just saying I don't want to, or I'm scared, or I'm fearful, or I'm nervous, or I'm worried about looking like an idiot. It's way easier to work with those things because those are things that can be overcome. If you have a fear, you can go and listen to my 50 fucking podcasts where I I tell you what to do with fear. Go on Google, type in kill your inner loser fear, and go and read all the shit I've said about fear. If you're insecure, type in kill your inner loser insecurity. Type in good looking loser insecurity. He's talked about insecurity a lot too. You can start working on the actual problem if you're honest with yourself and you face it and you say, okay, it's a fear or it's an insecurity or I just don't know. Maybe maybe you genuinely don't know if you are capable of changing. So go and Google it. Maybe you're an Indian guy or something and you have this stupid fucking notion in your head that Indian guys can't get laid or Indian guys can't make money both of which are stupid ideas, but fair enough. You're honest with yourself and you say, okay, I'm just worried about that. Go on Google. Indian guy gets laid. Hot Indian guy. Indian guy picking up chicks. Message me or something. Fucking pay me for coaching or whatever. Join my fucking group coaching. You will see there's a fucking Indian guy in there right this millisecond crushing it. You know, but my point is you need to go and find like counter arguments to the limiting belief or the doubt or the fear or the insecurity that's in your head. But that can't happen. You won't do that if you're sitting there saying, I can't do it. If you say, I can't, it's like you've already made up the decision. You've already settled into apathy or giving up or hopelessness or helplessness. You're already saying, what's the point? It won't work. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try. It's it, it's already set in stone. I can't. I can't get laid. Like, why would I even try and face that? Why would I even work on that or fix that? You've already decided it, it's a it's a lost cause. It's done. It's a done deal. That door is closed. It's a cold case. I can't reopen it. There's no way I can ever get the goals that I want or the things that I want or the life that I want. So be a lot more honest with yourself. Don't sit there and ever say, I can't. I can't is never, you know, ever, ever, ever true. There's nothing you can't do. You're just saying you don't want to, or you don't think it's possible, or maybe you don't think it's doable in this lifetime or any of that. And then those are things you can work on. By the way, all of these sort of concepts are talked about in a multitude of books. Here's another one that I can think of off the top of my head, Jocko Willink, his book, uh, Extreme Ownership, and even just his TED Talk and his podcasts and stuff like that. He talks about this concept of never saying I can't, or, you know, it's not possible, you know. It's like the fucking Nike logo, right? The Nike motto, nothing is impossible or impossible is nothing, whatever it is. But you don't want to say to yourself, I can't, or it's not possible, or Andy's special, or anyone else who's successful is special. Because at the end of the day, I'll bring it back to what I said at the start. I am a lazy piece of shit. I do just want to sit around on the couch and eat Doritos and do nothing and fucking self-medicate and just be a, a sack of shit. That's my baseline. That's what I want. Like, even when I say that out loud, my my fucking mouth starts watering. My mind starts like racing. I'm like, oh man, how fucking sweet would it be if I could just like sit around drinking whiskey and do nothing? Like, wow, that'd be fucking fantastic. That's what I want. Like, I genuinely am not a disciplined person. I've talked about that multitude of times. Go on Google, type in kill your inner loser. Discipline and willpower don't fucking matter. 
I did an article with that title and I, I go through that and I say, I'm not a disciplined person. I don't have a ton of willpower. Go and search for kill your inner loser doubt. I did an article called I am always full of doubt. I don't know what I'm doing half the fucking time. How am I supposed to know what I'm doing half the time? A lot of this is me like venturing into uncharted waters, so to speak, hacking through the jungle with a fucking rusty machete, hoping that I make it out alive. Like a lot of this, what I'm doing is experimenting. I didn't know if the BDSM shit that I started doing on Tinder would work. I didn't know if the approach anxiety program that I did to beat my fear of talking to girls, I didn't know if that would work for me. I didn't think it would. I didn't think I'd fucking make that. I didn't think the, or I wasn't convinced the open relationship with my girlfriend where we sleep with other girls together. Why would I think that would work? That's playing on fucking hard mode. Any relationship in the Western world is fucking playing on hard mode right now. I haven't, I didn't think my coaching business would work. Why the fuck would I think that would work? Why would I think that you guys would pay me fucking money to help you get laid and help you meet women and help you lose weight and build an elite life and become an elite person? Why would I think that anyone would pay me for that? That's like my, my pipe dream. Obviously, people do pay me quite a lot of fucking money. I'm very grateful to that, for that. But why would I think any of this shit would work out? Like what? No, I, I'm full of insecurities. I'm full of doubts, just like you. The difference between you and me, if you're someone that's sitting there and you haven't worked on yourself, the literally the only difference is I took that first baby set and I said, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. Fuck it, I'll try. I don't think this is going to work out. In fact, I'm pretty fucking convinced it won't work out, but fuck it. I'll give it a go. What the fuck else am I going to do? And that's it. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? If you're not going to settle for self-improvement and give it a go, the only thing that's left for you is self-medication. You're going to sit there and eat Doritos. You're going to drink whiskey. You're going to eat chocolate. You're going to get fat. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to jerk off to porn and play video games and watch Netflix and you're not going to have anything that makes you happy. It's very hard to be happy when you're running from your biggest fears. And if you're sitting there self-medicating, giving into your base desires, and not actually chasing the goals that you really want, you're doing that out of fear. And every single second you sit on that couch wasting time, wasting your life, you are running from fear. You, Your subconscious knows that. You're being a coward. You know that. And it's okay to be scared. God knows I'm fucking scared three out of seven days of the week, but you do need to take those little baby steps towards it. You need to do something to change your life or to improve your life or even just start working on it. I would suggest starting with a book, The Slight Edge. That's a great book on setting goals or read You Can't Afford the Luxury of a Negative Thought. That's a great book on overcoming depression and negative thoughts or read Letting Go by David Hawkins. That's a great book on letting go of some of the bullshit that's in your head and the negativity and letting go of this idea that you can't be happy. You know, start with any of those books, read the multitude of articles and podcasts and YouTube videos I've done. Read Caleb Jones. His stuff is pretty fucking solid. Read Good Looking Loser. He has good stuff on, you know, weight loss and getting girls and improving yourself. Hit me up for coaching if you need that. I'm here for you. I will throw out there that it's a premium package. It costs a fair bit of money, but it's fucking worth it. Ask any of my previous clients. But the point is do something. Please don't sit there and just say, Andy's special. All these other guys who are crushing it are special. I'm not. I'm just a lazy piece of shit. Because at the end of the day, guess what? I, Andy, and pretty much all of my fucking clients and all of my friends and everyone I've ever seen who crushed it, they are all lazy pieces of shit too. I have I, I have met maybe three people ever 
that I thought were just absolute beasts, like beasts of a human. Like everyone else has been a lazy sack of shit and it doesn't fucking matter. They'll be the first person to tell you, oh, dude, I don't have my shit together. I'm a lazy sack of shit, but it doesn't matter because they were willing to give it a shot. They were willing to take a chance. They were willing to just take those first little couple of baby steps and just see what happens. So as always, go take those baby steps and those baby steps are what will help you crush your goals.